You're muted. You're a host and you muted. Hey, there's, there's a... Hey, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry for the technical difficulties or not. Uh, we are trying things a little bit different. Wave. <laughs> yeah. Just there we go. All right. So now that we got everything worked out a little bit. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an, another episode of Cheapy TV. Sorry, it's got a little echo. Uh, tonight we have a very special guest, and guess what? They actually showed up. So tonight we are going to be doing things a little bit different. Uh, we have a studio set up with our very own Charles Anders, and our guest tonight, Kelvin Hutz. How is everybody? All right, so hang on. I got to move this. This is very, very ill will done. Y'all, you see people not coming? Yes. Actually. Well, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We've got Gene in the background, but he's, uh, as per usual, having technical difficulties. But he is here, always rocking and rolling. We're drinking Pepsi because Big K has to leave, but we're excited to have you here, buddy. <laughs> I know this is going to be real touch and go, but... It's a good Pepsi. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, I talked to you about doing this, and it was like... Okay, are we gonna do gimmicks or are we just gonna kinda of talk about it? I'm wearing a nice coat, but I think we just wanna talk about what like the state of pro wrestling. Because pro wrestling's in a weird state. Yeah. Like, is it making money? Is it actually as good as it says it is? But how do you think pro wrestling's going right now? Before like leave it leave it leave it something to be desired, but give me like a few seconds and just tell me. As a whole or what at the level we are at? Say, just do the level where we're at. At the level we are, no, it's not good. Uh, there's this. How should I say it? No, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it like I used to be. Um, there's this level of tribalism in the level that we're at right now that's sort of taken over and you have a lot of guys who they will put out there, Hey, you can't work at this show if you work for me because I have issues with this guy. And if I have issues with this guy, I need you to have issues with this guy as well. And it's like you had new green naive people like me at the time who wanted to be so loyal, who's just like, okay, well, I work for you. I'll stay away from here. And, you know, it can be better. Uh, there are a lot of young guys out there who has talent and they're learning and they have that fire and passion to do this. But as a whole, and I can only speak for Alabama because I don't really travel as much as everybody else, but it can be better. Okay, so you're one of these guys who came in through GCW, really. You watched GCW. What, what, 
how did you find GCW? So I found I realized in high school because I did like two backyard matches. I know that's frowned upon. Sorry, guys. Uh, I realized that you know what? Hey, there's another technical issue. We apologize. And producer Smokey, we're good, but we're back on it. Okay. <laughs> I realized uh, when I was in high school that I really wanted to do this. So. Okay. Uh, when I worked at Amorex, I worked with uh, I forget his name, <laughs> but I worked with a guy who uh, had connections with Dan. I told him, um, "Hey, I really wanted to do this," and he was like, "Yo, just come to the show, talk to Dan." I went to the show. I met with Dan. He was like, "Yeah, just hit me up if you want to do it. We could do it." And Dan told me what it was going to cost to start training. Uh, 100 bucks a session is what I was charged. And Palmerdale, Palmerdale Center, uh, their old Hagen was 10 years ago now, teaching me how to do my first ball. Okay, so, so when you say $100 a session, how many sessions? 30 sessions. 30 sessions. $100 a session for 30 sessions. So, yeah. At that time, I thought, yeah, okay, this, this is what it takes. Yeah. You know, Hundred dollars a session. Okay, cool. All right, I'll do it. He paid those dudes. How naive was I? Do you feel that's like, up for y'all to decide? You know. <laughs> do you feel like you saw enough of the business to understand where you're going into? Because it's it's when time, you start traveling. At that time, no, no, I didn't. I was very very naive at that time. You know, all I was concerned about is learning the ropes, getting in there doing it. This was before I saw the dark side that this business can offer. You know what I mean? This was still in my innocent days. You know what I mean? So at that time, no. No, I did not know what I was getting myself into outside of the in-ring stuff. Now, there's some incidents that you've had happen in your career. And we'll get into them. <laughs> but was there anything, have you ever experienced anything more like earth shattering than having a bad thing that just seems to continue snowball and it just gets worse and worse as it goes? Has there been anything worse than pro wrestling and breaking your heart? In life? Yeah. Uh, man, there were a few females back then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, not really. Uh, I wasn't sheltered. But I, I didn't do much. No. I, I, I was a lame. You know, I didn't club. I didn't do anything. So pro wrestling was pretty much. That was your thing, right? Yeah. You just love pro wrestling? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. and I know maybe Gene can get into this, but he's going to be so upset at the fact when I ask you, what's your favorite time period in pro wrestling? Because you're going to say that and do that, and he's going to. Oh, no. He's going to want to drown you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well. Sorry, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> That's appropriate. Okay, well, I'll just leave it there. I think 2001 is where it really peaked for me. Early 2001. But yeah, because that's when I broke in, 98 to 2001. You know, so, yeah, sorry, Jane. I know your favorite Rumble is 92, but, you know. It's the best. I hate to give you a. Well, okay, Gene, I will say this. At least somebody listened to you. That's okay. Okay, okay. He said it's the best. Okay. 
but at least uh at least gene like uh pass that knowledge on to you if you ever want to watch a good rumble oh i'm sorry well producer smoky passing us uh earbuds to see if that works does it work better they can't it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter yeah okay okay perfect smoky's coming in clutch tonight he's working hard well well, he just gave me the oh okay sorry smoky we do apologize for all of it gene do you want me to ask the new level or do you want to (laughs) come have it from your perspective so you can hear me now yeah i can okay so uh so i was doing commentary off and on for new level during the build-up to your uh, championship match with O'Shea Edwards, and, there, and it was a good build. It was a strong build for you. He had a strong reign as champion. Uh, you build this title match. Uh, I believe you had won the the fucking Royal Rumble, whatever they called it. I don't remember the model car rumble, whatever. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, this great buildup. People were there. There's a lot of people, your friends and whatnot, that it was there, uh, excited to see this this championship win. It was one of those deals where you you, you kind of you could feel it. You knew it was coming. You knew this is what it was building to, and it was, it was a good match. We get to the finish, and I guess the referee either doesn't know it's the finish, he forgets it's the finish, whatever. One, two, and he just inexplicably stops counting. The crowd's right there with you until he stops it, too. The crowd just dies. I'm on commentary going, one, two, what the fuck? <laughs> and and so you guys try to pull it back together. You go ahead and finish the match. How, what was the feeling in you? Okay, did, you, did the ref know the finish? Had you, had you spoken to him personally about this finish? Okay, let me talk about it. <laughs> because this to this day is still the worst night of my career. It was a night that's supposed to have been the best night of my career. But to this very day, it's still the worst night of my career. So O'Shea and I told him what the finish was. Keep in mind, I was told that he was a New South ref. Not that that matters. Just throwing that out there. We told him the finish that, hey, sky high, boom, one, two, three. He understood it. Who we came up with that finish for you? Me, you did. Okay. You know, okay. Okay. You, you, <laughs> you put you over a little bit. Uh, you suggested you. it. Okay. Right. But um Okay, that's why so, you're here, so moving on. <laughs> so uh keep in mind this was a few that O'Shea and I have been doing for a year, a whole calendar year. And it was a multi-promotional few. Uh, not a few, but a, a build. No, a few. Uh, we were in pro wrestling, Eagle and Mississippi doing it, and we were doing it at new level. So we had the thing going. It was hot. It was cool. It was fun. Now, here we are that night. We told him what the finish was. He made it clear that he understood what the finish was. So here we are. I'm there. O'Shea does his thing. I burst out of it. Boom, hit it. Here's the highlight of my career so far, right? One, two, and he stops, and my entire soul leaves my body. <laughs> how long was that? How long was that stop before you realized that you were tired? From my perspective, <laughs> the shit dragged. The shit dragged because <laughs> I was when it happened. 
people people always say you know television doesn't last as long as you think it does but how long that i bet that moment lasts that seven lasted years. forever and keep in mind i'm still learning i'm not at i wasn't at that stage at that time to call an audible we were all say, young yeah I mean, I, that was four years ago i wasn't knowledgeable to call an audible and say okay let me try to make up for this it was just Shit. again <laughs> and then after after we did it again and the three count was there the crowd wasn't and neither was i and here i am sitting here saying to myself of course this happens to me you know the night that because keep in mind i don't give a fuck what anybody says right you could call me a belt mark you can call me whatever the fuck you want to call me when you win a championship, that's a big accomplishment in your career, right? Sure, you don't beat anybody, but it's still a good accomplishment. Yeah. It was ruined. It was, it, it, it was, it was ruined. Well, I mean, yeah, when last... when is the last time on an indie level or even on a large-scale level that you know of a, a championship angle, a build for a year, an entire year? That shit don't happen. No. Like uh, Hogan and Hollywood Hogan and Sting, who coincidentally their finish got botched as well. Not as bad as mine, <laughs> you know. And it it, it crushed me. It, it, it did. Uh, a moment where I should have been celebrated with my family. My dad was out there. My stepmom was out there. My best friend was out there, and I walked to the back deflated. Now let me tell you, O'Shea was livid. I went, oh, to, I, I went to say. find him to thank him for it. Yeah. Doing the walk of shame to thank him for it. I'm the champion. I'm doing the walk of shame. And man, he is going to town. Who was the referee? The, I forgot. Was I don't it know. Steve, Steve, uh, Steve, no, Stephen it Clark. It's Stephen Clark. Okay. Stephen Clark from Tennessee. Who's a nice guy? Who's a nice guy? Not a main event. Not a main event referee. Should not. I love Stephen Clark. Shout out to Stephen Clark if he's watching the show. But not a main event guy. I've, I've had him. I'm pretty sure he blew the Mason Dixon line finished with me also. And I, I'm sitting here saying to myself, how do you blow it when that's the only finish we gave you? I never hit my move <laughs> until that point. So if I tell you the sky high is a finish, why are you not counting three? I don't understand. The Here's the thing. Here. O'Shea told him, I told him, Jeremy Flint told him, and I'm sure countless other people's told him that night after that match. It does was if a person's shoulders is down. Yeah, that's he should agree. Like you've completely killed the suspension of disbelief for the rest of the show, and I've bummed it's out just... to win a belt in my life. I <laughs> like you wanted to blow your brains you out imagine? and all the fans are just dumbfounded. Could you imagine being, I mean, did you imagine your first, whatever you were like a kid? Cause I trampolined. I was a trampoline wrestler. I was, that was who I, you know, the Jeff Hardy swan bombs. Yeah. And, you know, did you, did you see that being the way you did being upset about your accomplishments? No, because what, <sighs> It's our I'm sorry, guys. Look, so this was not ever what I fantasized about <laughs> when I was a kid. But at the same time, I'm saying to myself, 
Of course this happens. <laughs> right. I've watched everybody else have their moment, their big sunshine, sunshine moment, and then here I am, my moment. Of course it gets fucked. Right. And do you remember do you remember my big moment at GCW where I got the surprise victory and everybody came out and celebrated with me? And it was that was supposed to be yours and you just It was It was, it was. Okay, can I tell the story? Yeah, yeah. So I pitched this idea and I got the idea from well actually that was supposed to be yours, but the Jacks thing. The Jacks thing is the one that I pitched. I pitched it. I was like, yo, wouldn't it be cool? Because I watched the Jericho Triple H match where he won it and then had to hand it back. And I'm like, what cool moment that would be for me, since you know, hey. Big K doesn't win anything. He's not going to win. Come on. You let me win. That's a big pop. You throw your power around, order me to have to give it back. Okay, now you got your heat, and now I got more sympathy. Uh, I got the, uh, you know, that sounds good. You know, I'm like, okay, cool. I know. I'm not there yet. I hadn't earned my stripes to do that. That's cool. That's fine. I find out they do it to Jags, and I'm just like, (laughs) Okay, all right, and I don't remember who I pitched it to. I don't. I don't think it was O'Hagan or or anybody like that. But I do remember pitching it. Oh, whether I just talked about it backstage and somebody overheard, and I don't know. But I know when I saw it, I was just like, "Damn!" And you know, you know, they told the guy that they were like, oh, "We're gonna do this." I came up with this idea, by the way, just for you. <laughs> you know, that's how they did it. You know, they they just tossed you to the side. Just tossed it to the side. And that was disappointing. Yeah. But not as disappointing as this night with O'Shea. Because O'Shea, I feel, handpicked me. I don't think that was a junior call. No. That was an O'Shea call. So he handpicked me and thought that I was worthy enough for him to drop the title to when he left. And as honored as I am, the shit was ruined. <laughs> Because of stupidity. And and to this day, a moment that should have been one of the best nights of my career is the worst to this day. For promoters, real quick, get earbuds to your referees so you can say, count to three, don't stop the count, moron, please don't stop the count. And keep in mind, this is the beginning of the domino effect. Would yeah. be a new level. You, I was gonna say, do you think you're the reason that they're running in a town square? It sure does look like that, doesn't it? <laughs> it was either you or Scott. <laughs> Which, Shout by the way, I I owe you an apology. Smokey, that's Smokey over there. Okay, Scott. Scott's at the Scott's other studio somewhere else. Well, wherever Where he is, <laughs> I owe him an apology because I could have gave my all in that match with him. And I did it. Now, I did tell him I wanted him to squash me, but I could have put more input in it. But by that time, I was fucking done. I was I was out. I was fucking done. And as many times as he and I wrestled and he put, put me over first over anything, I don't feel like I was fair in return because I was in my own self-pity. <laughs> and I and was you just like, was just coming to be a belt holder, and I, I, I was just done. I wish I could have gave him more, 
more effort in that match, but by that time I was pissed and done. Yeah. It was it, it was a wrap. Not not to mention, you, you were you were late to that show. So we I were, was purposely late, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes! I was purposely. so we were texting the match. <laughs> I thought, buddy. That's, that's a, that's I was purposely was. late because it's I Sanders I, move I, right there. That's a Xander's, as Gene said. That's a Xander's ass move right there. I hate that this is all coming out now. Not really. But no, I literally perfect. sat there, and the entire time up until an hour I was supposed to be there, because it, it took me an hour to get there, I was wondering if I really wanted to come or not. So I sat there, and I was like, mm, this is not how I do business. Cheers. So, <laughs> Cheers to that, buddy. <laughs> so... Have, was that at the porno studio that y'all wrestled and Big K didn't put any effort in? No, that was that was at the gym. Yeah. Did you ever wrestle at the porno studio in Tennessee? No, no, he was done by then. Oh, he was done by then. That's upsetting. I didn't. That's was that something you wanted to do in your career? Was to wrestle at an abandoned porno studio as the champion? Was it you would have really? been the champion? Was it yeah, really it was an abandoned porno studio. It was an old movie. That's not how the dream was gonna go. So, so two things about that show. So we text the whole time trying to figure out what you know when you're going. I sat ringside next to the announce table the entire show. So I was just sitting there waiting for you to show. So if you wouldn't have showed up, that would have been the greatest rib ever for me. No, like I said, I thought about it, but was I really gonna do that? No, because you know that's not how. <laughs> things but I, I really thought about it the whole time so so real quick before we dive into anything else because there's plenty to dive out into whenever it yeah. comes to you being the the black rs or whatever we want to call oh god <laughs> so real quick if you're listening to this go to our youtube subscribe go to our facebook subscribe big k you can find kelvin hots you can find matches all over youtube if you want to look for it please don't watch them <laughs> oh you can watch them there's one where the original violent gentleman wrestled you and uh, the great Jack Gunn. Oh, they beat the shit out of me that night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was the first time. I, they took care of me, but, man, I, I yeah, man. They threw some sluggers. I liked it, though. <laughs> and it, that was, I think, the first time I worked them, right? First time ever. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I learned a lot doing it, and yeah, it was, fun. it was fun. So Gene didn't get to really be in that locker room, but that was a locker room that was a organized, like people did their jobs, and then they moved on. <laughs> You've seen other locker rooms. Do you think that's the problem with wrestling, is the fact we don't have locker rooms that do their jobs? I think everybody wants to be a big star. Okay. And a lot of times you have to understand that ain't your role of the night. It took me years to learn that, but everybody out there, they rest in front of their friends, they rest in front of their families. They want to look good, so they want to get their shit in, right? But as I'm learning over the years, hey, sometimes it ain't my night to do that. Maybe it's my night to put you over and let you do your thing, and I have to do my job in that. I don't think I don't think that humility is strong. You think it's tall? No, no, I, I, I don't. 
Um, I think it is, but soon to a certain extent, because like I said, this is an ego business. You know, you want to look good in front of people you want to look good in front of, you know, and you want to be the guy of the night. You know what I mean? And sometimes promoters or even wrestlers, they will act upon that. It's like, hey, if it's my job to put you over, okay, what can I do for you? Instead of, okay, I want to do this, 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 and this. That's what, it's not my night. It's your night. I can add in what I want to hit, but what do you want to do to shine? That's how selfless I am when I get in the ring, and sometimes it's to a fault, but I do feel like that's something that needs to be spread a little more in the locker room. So you were one of these guys who, unfortunately, weren't always getting booked. You were getting booked in kind of situations where it was a second fiddle and... It was hard to do character stuff whenever you're just fitting a role, right. and that's always very difficult. Right. Did you find it more exhausting to because you got to do what you wanted to do as the Kelvin Hots with the face paint and all that other stuff? Did you find it more exhausting whenever you were doing your gimmick or whenever you were helping other people out? Truthfully, my first five years was exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was very exhausting because I wasn't really doing what I wanted to do. Well, you weren't getting booked. Like, that was the thing is you were coming to shows. And- I had people that looked out for me. Of course, you know, Dan trained me, but, you know, Ace took me under the pro south wing and he, he put me out there. But I still wasn't doing everything from Big Cake to Kelvin Heights, everything about was somebody else's idea. From my singlet, to my attitude, to my gear, to the color of my gear. <laughs> it was everybody else's idea. It was never what mine. What color? Because you went with blue and yellow, which I like. I, I, I had the blue one, and okay. that's the one that... Uh, you had the New Orleans symbol that was upside yeah. down. I, I created that in the WWE video game, actually. So that's not in mine. smoky. I wore that. That was suggested to me. And, of course, me being young, I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, uh, Dan Sawyer suggested the Wolverine yellow and blue. I hate yellow with a passion. <laughs> That's but my I was, favorite color. No, Jesus. no. It's the worst color outside of brown. <laughs> brown? It's your second favorite color. Oh, well, sorry. Damn, that was like Shawn Michaels gear. Okay. So but, you didn't love the Xander's UPS tights look? You didn't love the Xander's UPS? You never even saw those gear. I'm pretty sure it's somewhere within the studio. Was it the brown and yellow? Those yeah, brown yeah I saw those. Those were cool as shit, wasn't it? Wasn't a fan, but, you know, you're my boy. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to stand by your side. But, yeah, everything it's was the, pretty it's much. It's the gear. <laughs> everything was pretty much everybody else's idea, and I went along with it because I had nothing for myself, you know, and I'm not gonna lie, it was frustrating. Like, let's take it back to GCW. Um, a lot of people, I'm sorry if I'm skipping ahead. You guys. No, there was no skipping ahead. Uh, people think that I left GCW because I wasn't winning. Well, like, so GCW also died. Mm-hmm. And it was dying in front of our eyes. Because right. if, if we can go through that, and once again, Gene kind of does the, 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 the whole timeline of it, mm-hmm. but. Dan Sawyer had the heart attack in the ring, mm-hmm. and then the show kind of 
went everywhere. It just kind of, there was no direction, and people were just showing up, and the matches were happening. Yeah. And then there was no real stories or anything like that. And so I got out not long after that. I don't know how much long Scott and them were in after that, but it wasn't too much longer. Well, the reason why I left is because all I ever wanted was the affirmation from the guys that trained me. You know what I mean? And I got it from certain individuals, but I didn't get it from what I thought at that time the main guy that trained me. And no, say his name. I mean, is, is it O'Hagan or Dan? I, I, I didn't get it from Dan at the time. Okay, and so like, and this is the thing with us, is we were all showing up. And Dan was trying to pull us in secret meetings, if we're going to talk about this. I, this might not be interesting. I do apologize. But he was trying to pull us in secret meetings to make us train by him. And he was trying to claim us as his own. And we were trained by Mickey. I mean, God forbid it was Mickey. But we were trained by Mickey. And Dan was not going to be that guy. And we pretty much kind of told him that. And, but that was always how he worked. And he was a, I mean, is... A absolute dipshit when well, it comes to professional. Because he was trying to take us and introduce us. Yeah, to he was trying to he introduce us. But we went. He wanted to make sure it fell back on him. That right. Yeah, that, that way, if we looked good, if we got any kind of notoriety, and we were, we were kind of traveling. We were doing Mississippi, right, Georgia. Right. We were doing a little bit of Tennessee, but it was an, a moment where we were sitting there and we were sitting in a group of yes men, and we were just like. Nah, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> well, again, no, no, no heat today, and I have no heat at all with that. But it's like I wanted to walk in at that time to Fell City Civic Center and have my trainer say, "All right, kid, work your ass off tonight. All right, you go over tonight." I put it in the wrong. I put that desire of affirmation into the wrong thing, to where people thought that. I care so much about winning or losing. So that did you pay the tip of three thousand dollars? Eventually, according to him. So, so you paid the you paid for yeah. the training, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long did you wrestle? Because it was like a year, and they built it up. Oh, oh, let me tell you about that. <laughs> okay, so Dan and O'Hagan had turned him, okay. right? Yep. And this was during the uh, what, was it the whenever he was doing the North Vader bullshit. This was slightly before that. What was the Hill group that they had? Um, it was Dan, it was O'Hagan, it was Michael Taylor. They joined forces. And, and um, Something I, terrible. It was something like Hill. I, I, I forget what it was, but I was supposed to debut that night. Yeah. They had the big cage match. I was supposed to be the guy that slides Dan Sawyer the pipe through the cage as a security guy. Oh, my God. Who is this black man? What is he doing? <laughs> I was supposed to throw him the pipe. Boom. Cost the other cost the baby face match, and then yeah, and they they wanted me, and I quote, "This was said to me to be the Virgil of <laughs> the group." I, so I said, "Okay, cool, right? Like, this is what I want to do." Okay, cool. <laughs> Better than me, it's here, yard. <laughs> here we are that night, and my spot is about to come up, but I'm never given the cue to do my spot, and the match finishes. With me standing there, and this is the story of my career, guys. Come on now, I'm standing there waiting for my cue, and the match ends, and I'm just like, I'm pretty sure I was supposed to do something. I'm so, pretty sure I was supposed to do something. So we're gonna get a shirt made that says "Dick and Hand" as Gene Jackson's big shirt. So we'll make sure it gets you 
one because it seems that's how your debut in pro wrestling was, was dick in hand, isn't it? And I was too proud and embarrassed to ask what happened <laughs> to the point to where Leon or Keith yeah. came to me. He was like, look, man, this happens. You know, sometimes, you know, they, they make plans and schedule changes right off the bat. And then it don't, don't, don't be discouraged. I promise you, you're getting there. You'll get your chance. And the whole time I'm just like, I'm just pissed that nobody communicates. To this day, nobody communicates to me. What happened? You? you know, like, what happened? The next day, we just go on the train, and it's just like, just the same old. Are y'all going to tell me what <laughs> You're the just fuck doing up-down drills to make O'Hagan look cool with his cool wrist lock. You know, I, please tell me what I did wrong or if I messed up. Or, no, to this day, nobody told me. <laughs> no, they messed up. <laughs> that seems to be the recurring theme of the Of my career, matter of fact. <laughs> Gee, what you got? Maybe there. Did he fall asleep? Oh, no. We're at 35. Oh. Wow. That's moved quick. Yeah. 35 minutes in, we talked that long. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, or do you want to talk about... Wait, I'm assuming y'all do television at this damn show with Gaston, so I don't know. I think it was something. Did you lose to Jack Dyer? No. Oh, no. You would like. He said, "Hell no." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Thank God. Congrats, man. Thank, thank God you're not. Thank you. Is that? Are you going to uh, be wrestling quite a bit this year? Like, are you going to try to be getting out there? Yes and no. Okay. Because, like I told you, I don't have the same passion as I did when I first got in there. So right now. Wherever I'm booked, even if it's just one show, I'm fine with that at this point. What is it in your life? Because I've I've been there, Scott's been there, Gene's been there, a lot of guys in this business have been there. And we're trying to get, by the way, quick plug, we're going to have Romeo from Peach Shade. I'm going to be doing a ZIP with him. And I got an email that was supposed to be urgent, and all I read was Waddy Jenkins wants to do a ZIP with me. And I'm, I'm arguing with Smokey about it. I'm pissed. I don't know if you've seen Lottie Jenkins. Dude, he's... You would think he would be a pain in the ass. He is. He's, he's like oh. the exact opposite for you. Well. <laughs> you've been awesome, by the way. This has been so easy. I don't know. <laughs> that, of course, normally we do comments and we do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we don't have... I don't have the capability of seeing any of it. So I do apologize for that. I'm sure everybody uh, has been kind of... Oh, well, like so, conversation. Hey, what is so, it? Go ahead, Gene. Um, Lord, your passion for the business, and can you hear me? Okay, are you so, me? Gene, are you asking like what kind of what happened to his passion? No, we. I think we get that. I'm asking. What does he? What would it take for him to get some of that passion back? What would bring him back around to to being more motivated and loving the business again? Just to have fun, you know. Like I don't. I was never the type of guy that wanted to go out there and do meaningless things. You know, we came up from the once a month shows to where 
just came there and wrestled. And in the beginning, that was fun. You know, give me something that I could bite into. You know, I have a character now. Give me a story. Give me something compelling that I can do that will bring the fun back to me because what got me into this was storytelling. And if I'm barely doing that, then it's like, okay, now I'm just dealing with bullshit in the back and guys who just want to look good, some probably stiff me because they don't like <laughs> me, and that's what I'm dealing with. But I just want to do something compelling that will attract the audience that I'm wrestling in front of. I want to do something cool, do something fun, tell a story, be in the storyline with somebody. What know? is um, some, like, distance is painting like? Do you think distance kind of, because I'm going to be honest, I've been kind of this for a while, and I will continue to be this. Outland Wrestling has kind of been a shitter. And it's tough to kind of go to these shows because you know what it's going to be. You walk in and you know what it's going to be. If you don't have something planned, then it's going to be nothing. Or know who you're wrestling. Yeah, you won't even know who you're, you won't even know who you're, Working with, which is crazy concept. Yeah. At every point, do you think that traveling out of state is an option? Because we're not going to say your age, but we've been doing this long enough to where it's kind of a pain in the ass. Do you think driving out of state is an option with hotels and other things like that? I mean, if you still want to do it, I guess. But if you if you have the point though, if you have the point in this career that I am. It's like, I mean, if I get booked out of state, cool. If not, it's not a loss for me. You know, it, it's whatever. Uh, when I left two years ago, three years now, my goal was to never wrestle in Alabama again. That's how far gone I was gone. I was at. I did not want to step in a ring in Alabama ever again. That was my goal. But here I am. Still working. Still working here, you know. But at this point, like you say, you brought up the age and everything. Trying to get to the big leagues is <laughs> crazy. It's a Right now, like I said earlier, I just want to start having fun again. No, I don't care if it's winning or losses. I've never been that guy. Yeah. When I go to a show, I never asked for a main event spot. I never asked to yeah. be, have a belt put on me. I, I I never asked to always win. Yeah. All I asked for is something compelling to do. And dare I say it, Ace Haven has poured me on that because Pro South is very story driven. Yeah. That shout was my out to first Ace. time. We're hoping you're doing better. Yeah. Shout out there. to Ace. Hey, I know he's. I know he's at, at home watching. I'm yeah. I, I I hope he gets well. And yeah. But they spoiled me on that. They're very story. They're very story driven, and that's the first time I experienced being a part of storyline. Because now, everything I'm doing in the ring is building to something, and it's, it feels easier to get the crowd invested when there's a story involved versus I'm just randomly wrestling this guy this month. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna get Gene one more question here. But first, Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart? Shawn Michaels. Uh, Shawn Michaels. Gene, you got anything? 
I know he's cussing me in the background. He might not be able to get a question. He might have broke his computer. Uh, tell us a little bit about your character. You know, you said that this is the first character that you've able you've ever been able to do. That's your you know your vision, what you want to do. Tell us a little bit about it. Okay, I apologize if this is a long winded. Okay, um, wait, what? Hang on, give me a time, Smokey. Okay, cool. You got four minutes. Four minutes. You got this. Okay. You can't tell your character. I, I got you. I got you. I got you. Don't give me the minutes. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, the fear of heights is pretty much the outer manifestation of what this business has done to me over the eight years. You know, this business, this business has made me very dark and cold on the inside, and it's the outer manifestation of that. Um, this business has made me hate it. It has made me hate those involved in it. It has made me very cold and careless. It has made me hate my own self for things that I have allowed to do, for things that I have allowed to happen to me in the past. So what the fear of heights is, the fear of heights is not his name. It's not, that's not who he is. That's what he is. And he's the fear of heights because this is the side of Kelvin that he wanted nobody to see. Just like you said last week, Kelvin Heist is a nice guy. He's a cool guy. He's a he's a great guy. They don't understand the dark days that I have because nobody has ever seen it. This is where this business has pushed me to. So now this is an outer manifestation of that. And it's a self-loathing character. I blame myself for a lot of shit that happened to me back in the day. So when I tell people that the fear of heights hates Kelvin and Kelvin hates the fear of heights, that's a mental battle that I'm going through. Because I look back at all the Kelvin Heights and Big K stuff, and I cringe like a motherfucker. At I hate everything about those. The whole make them regret and the Big K and all that. I fucking hate it. I despise it. I blame him for everything that I've gone through in this business. Because he's very passive. He always mm-hmm. let things go. He always let things slide. And he was nice to everybody. Now, here I am. This is an outer manifestation of the frustration that I have. <laughs> yeah. Is and there something like, you do to get to like? There? I think about all those failures in my career to get me to that point. Yeah. Okay. When I'm in the locker room, I think about the O'Shea finish. When I'm in the locker room, I think about the shitty last months I've had with New Level. I think about the failed attempts that people tried to do to get me over, you know, and it puts me in that mood to where it's like, okay, now I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> sorry, and mom. I'm I'm sorry, Mama Sanders. And now I'm finna go out there and manifest it. So, again, who is the fear of heights? It's the side of Kelvin that he wanted nobody to see. I love it. And it's the side of Kelvin that this business has brought out that he's now just like, you know what, fuck it. I've been asked, what's the deal with the face paint? Well, the face paint is because when I look at the mirror, I hate the motherfucker that's looking back at me. So I cover it, you know. Don't say motherfuckers and I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm if sorry. he was doing television, it would be the son of a gun. Son of a gun. Yeah. Yeah. You can always pull it off of yourself. No. No. Bonus question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. One more bonus question, Gene. Hang on. Okay. Based off what you just said, um, I saw where Junior posted that he's getting ready to sift through a ton of applicants for New Level and he was wanting to bring some people back. Uh, are you looking to maybe go back to new level and make them pay for, you know, what they put you through? <laughs> no. oh, maybe that's a bad choice of words. No. 
No, not get at it all. right this time. Uh, we'll get you a good riff. Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, they won't. I'm still bitter because that title loss, loss, that title win, <laughs> it was a loss. That title win. What? What if we got shot new South against Kenzie Page? What would you? I mean, she cussed the hell out of you. Oh, Kenzie Page. Would you wrestle Kenzie? How would a Kenzie Page match go with you? We're going to do this, then we're going to go to commercial, I promise. Would you beat that bitch's ass? After seeing what she did to Cabana Man Dan, I don't know. Well, Cabana Man Dan. (laughs) He can't can't quite reach up to the level of the hots. We'll see. (laughs) No, we're not going to see. I'm just kidding. Ladies no. and gentlemen, Kelvin Hots, uh, normally we would have the cheering and all the other stuff, but Smokey's juggling a thousand things tonight. Kelvin, thank you, buddy. I, I guess we'll do the – did we do the brother handshake? Yeah. Brother handshake from Xanders <laughs> and Big K. We're going to come back to a Scott E. We're going to do a Scott E. We're going to do a Scott E. God weekend right. update. So we'll see you on the back side of it, guys. Thank you.
Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Scott E. Morgan's Wrestling Weekend Updates. Uh, in other news, uh, Georgia Wrestling History Awards were this weekend, and congratulations to all the nominees. Uh, I heard they had a really big sellout crowd at their new venue that they did this at. Um, standing room only, but guys, let's be honest, that only that only applies if you have chairs to sit in. You can't, you can't count that if there's nowhere to sit. Um, also, WWE's 30th year anniversary for Raw, it's coming up, and what did they do? First thing is, they took all the women off the freaking uh, announcement for that. Can you believe that, guys? All the women are gone. It's just going to be men for the night. Crazy, crazy it, it, it's, uh, stuff going on. As most of you probably know by now, Game Changer Wrestling made their Alabama debut last night at the Von Braun Center in Huntsville. One of the most notable moments of the show is when the former AEW superstar, Marco Stunt, gave the former TV star rub by putting over upcoming young Impact Wrestling Superstar, Action Mike Jackson. Very, very interesting, guys. Also, in other news this week, we we all around the wrestling uh, world today are mourning the loss of Jay Briscoe. Speaking of mourning and Jay Briscoe, another news I did hear update is Ace Haven underwent surgery this weekend. And as according to the update is, he did not come out of the surgery... Sorry, guys, the prompter's, the prompter's stuck. The same way he went in. Sorry, guys, he did not come out of the surgery the same way he went in. Uh, Ace Haven, we are all here at Cheap Heat TV wishing you a speedy recovery to get back on Friday nights. And, uh, you know, it's it's amazing that we can all share this moment where now we all know that you have a heart. And this is Scott E. Morgan's Wrestling Weekend Update. Be another amazing edition of Scott E. Morgan's Wrestling Weekend Update, and uh, what about it, man? What'd you think of that, freaking? Okay, so that's your first time hearing that. Yeah, yeah. Good. It was good. I loved it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> Do you? Uh... I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, every week with something. <laughs> I don't know. A new newcomer to Impact Wrestling, and uh, he's putting him over. Yeah, big Mike Jackson victory for him. I was excited for Mike. I know that's uh, definitely a milestone in his career where he beat the great Marco Stunt, who does dances and karaoke at shows. Hell of an accomplishment. (laughs) I'm sure you think he's going to mention that at the next convention he's at before he sells a Jerry Lawler cup? Probably. Did you ever have to deal with Mike Jackson? I'm working for Mike Jackson. What's the most insulting thing he's ever said about a? I'm not even saying Mike Norman. What do I? What is the most insulting thing he's ever said about a group of people? Have you ever heard him say anything unbelievably? He has never people? said anything any unpro- inappropriately to me, okay. in front of me, okay. while I was there. So, if he's done that, <laughs> I'm not aware. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say he said some comments to where I was like... I'm very aware of this. <laughs> yikes. Oh, boy. We gave us the old yikes. We wanted to pull him off stage. He would have got canceled on Twitch if he would have said it on Twitch. <laughs> wow. Man, I, I thank you to Big uh, K for being on here. Thanks to Scott E, wherever he is. 
for doing the whole uh, weekend update. We always do appreciate it. Um, unfortunately, Gene's having terrible connection issues. And he's what you said? I was really actually chatted up with Gene. Dude, he's he's one of the people. And he, maybe he won't get on here and scold me for this. He's one of the people that I actually enjoy talking about wrestling to because oh, he knows good. so much. Good. Yeah, it's unusual. <laughs> it's, maybe one day we'll get him to talk about. I'm trying to get him to do like a uh, watch along that we do for kind of Patreon stuff, mm-hmm. to where you can sit down and kind of talk to Gene about his favorite stuff because he used to sell tapes. He was doing yeah. stuff that we wish like we were a part of. Okay. Because that was part of where the locker rooms were nothing but storytelling and tapes. So I'm trying to. Uh, Work something up to where we kind of watch an old Tommy stuff with Gene. And Interesting. I'm down with that. <laughs> That'd be good, wasn't it? I'm down with that. That would be something worth watching. But it's um, always good to talk to somebody who likes wrestling. Loves it because yeah. it, it 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 makes you like it. It right. does. It, it reignites your flame. Right. Yeah. Right. Cool. Well, once again, uh, Smokey, are we close? I mean, we're five minutes. Uh, oh snap. Is he grunting or is he? There we go. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right. Can you see me? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can see you. All right. So, uh, so Smokey, Smokey, yeah, he's he's it's so funny, and I know he's going to body slam his uh, laptop during all of this. So we're gonna set up a GoFundMe after this. And if anybody wants to donate to Gene getting a new computer for elbow dropping it, then he would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> Please, from <laughs> from Big K, Kelvin Hodds, former New Level Champion, probably the most memorable title reign of all of them. Scott's was completely forgettable, completely forgettable. Was it? Was it really? Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. we got. We, okay. <laughs> we should talk about this next time. <laughs> no, okay, so Scott's was. It was awful, and it was nothing but him dealing with egos throughout in a porno studio. But do y'all think it was as awful as mine? <laughs> well, yours was short-lived. At least it was quick and died. I, I held it. I, I won it mm-hmm. in a crappy finish. Yeah. Not to mention, we hadn't mentioned this, my title defense, another ref blew that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was true. And I held it for two months doing no shows because New Level had no shows because they had heat with everybody. And I dropped it to Scott. That was my title reign. But it wasn't at the porno studio. I mean, that's an accomplishment. That is something that not many people can say. Who did he drop it to? I dropped it to Chris Crump. Chris Crump, friend of the show. Big friend of the show. okay. In case no one knew that. uh, Chris Crump, scoop. I defended, I defended the title against Dawson Kimball. Yeah. Um, and, cool kid. and one He's other not person. A friend of the show. He's one not other a person. Of the show. Okay. Um, so one other person. And then lost it to, we went to do a Jacksonville you know, outside, outdoor show. Was it in the square? It was in the square. Or it was on the street, actually, somewhere. <laughs> but uh, the show got rained out. So my so my match did not happen. Lucky. And then dropped it the next show to Chris Cronk. Did, was that the you threw chairs into the ring? Yeah, that's a that's another that's another podcast. He threw chairs at Chris Crockett. Who has right? it now? Who gives a shit? Fair enough. I think Aiden. Oh well, I get it. That 
But that's sure. like a that's like a dominant turd. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, is, okay. he is the dominant in the third. Where are we at? Where are we at? Okay, so maybe you got two minutes of this. Favorite dump series, dump Sanders is a piece of shit story. All of them. All every, everything <laughs> you've every ever dealt with. Pick one. one. I mean, so everything you've ever dealt with him is he's been a piece of shit. How many times have you dealt I've with him? worked for him three or four times. Okay. I got paid for neither. You got paid what? I got paid for neither one of them. Neither shows. So, I mean, not paying people for shows seems to be a trend now in pro wrestling. So, Sadly. shout out to Gary. No, we're not gonna shut up, Gary. We're not gonna say anything to him. But, anyway. <laughs> Gene, I'm glad your body's working because struggling through this last two minutes. We were talking about fuck Gump Sanders, not other promotions.